Hello, spiritual seekers, and welcome to another Examining the Spiritual Elements of Movies episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts. Well, except that today I'm actually going to talk about an episode from a TV series, not a movie. However, this particular episode was the first episode of the series, and it was a double-length episode, so it really could be considered a movie of sorts. And now that I've bumbled through the semantics of my podcast title and subject matter, uh, perhaps I can move on and get started. I'm kind of sure you would appreciate that. What I want to talk about today is Star Trek Deep Space Nine. This is a show that I love largely because of this particular incredible message that's contained within the first episode. Um, I do enjoy most of the characters and the long-form story arc, and I absolutely love the primary theme music of this iteration of the Star Trek franchise. Well, that is until the producers decided to increase the tempo of it in later seasons and ultimately ruined the majesty of it. But anyway, that's digressing a lot from my main point. As I said, my primary love for DS9 comes from this one specific theme that starts in the first episode and it continues right up to the last. It is, of course, overshadowed by story and action elements quite often. But for the most part, DS9's primary message was that the true human adventure was within oneself. I think because the show took place on a space station, the writers and producers actually had to have some kind of internal journey going on with many of the characters. There was another space station-oriented series, also produced during the 1990s, Babylon 5, that used similar thematic elements. Possibly because it's highly likely that Deep Space Nine perhaps, uh, shall we say, borrowed these elements from the Babylon 5 production bible. Anyway, that's, uh, that's an entirely different story and has no bearing on the spiritual concepts of this talk. When Deep Space Nine begins, we are introduced to the main protagonist, Benjamin Sisko. During a battle with an alien species known as the Borg, Sisko's ship is destroyed. He manages to get into an escape pod with his young son Jake and many other crew members, but Sisko's wife, Jennifer, was killed during the attack. Three years later, Sisko has been promoted to the rank of commander, and he has been put in charge of an old Cardassian space station that is in orbit over a planet called Bajor. The Cardassians occupied Bajor for decades, but now the occupation has ended and the Federation has taken over the station and rechristened it as Deep Space Nine. And we learn very quickly that Sisko is really not happy to be there, and that he is, in fact, a very angry man. His anger boils and seethes within him, and the actor who plays Sisko, Avery Brooks, really does an excellent job of making this very clear when necessary. You can practically see him fighting down his emotions when particular scenes call for it. As I mentioned, Deep Space Nine is in orbit around a planet called Bajor. Bajor's inhabitants are a deeply spiritual race of people, and their religion allows for some interesting story elements. 
While Star Trek series in general have always dealt with political and humanitarian issues, I feel that the use of spirituality in Deep Space Nine gave the series just that little bit more of added depth, and perhaps that is why it is my favorite of the franchise. Kai Opaka, one of the primary Bajoran spiritual leaders, is a really engaging character, and she understands that Benjamin Sisko does not wish to be on DS9, nor among the Bajoran people. She asks Sisko if he has ever explored his PA, his spiritual life force. She tells him that she does not have the answers he seeks to solving DS9's problem. She tells him to look for solutions from within himself. She tells him that it is his destiny to find the Majoran Celestial Temple, and that he will be their emissary to the prophets. Now, why the Bajorans believe that Sisko is to be the emissary and how that drama plays out during the course of the DS9 series is really not that important to this episode of Think Spiritual. Uh, for that matter, it's been quite a while since I've watched the series all the way through, and I simply can't remember all the details. But the point here is that Sisko, he does find the Celestial Temple which turns out to be a stable wormhole that connects the Alpha and Gamma quadrants of the Milky Way galaxy. It also turns out that there's an alien species inhabiting the wormhole, those that the Bajorans call the Prophets, and they make first contact with Sisko. The Prophets find Sisko to be very strange, and the strangest part of all is that they have absolutely zero concept of linear time or linear existence. To them, all times are now, and everything that was, is, and everything that will be, is. No past, no future, all is now. So Sisko, he begins the rather laborious task of teaching the wormhole aliens about linear time, and during this process, as the concept dawns upon the aliens, they continually bring Sisko back to the moment when he finds his wife dead during the battle with the Borg. He asks them why. Why do you always bring me back here? And they reply, You exist here. Sisko says, I don't understand. The aliens emphasize, You exist here. The scenes of Sisko's life change but eventually come back around to the moment he sees his dead wife. What is the point in bringing me here, he asks. The aliens reply, We do not bring you here. You bring us here. You exist here. And slowly, it dawns on Benjamin Sisko that he never actually left the day nor the ship where his wife died. In his mind, within his self, he exists only in that moment in time. And once Sisko realizes this, once he understands that it is not linear, once he knows that he has never moved forward from that moment in time, once he grasps that life is not within his control, he finally begins to properly grieve the loss of his wife. I wish I could truly express to you the power of this moment and the emotion I feel when I watch it. Because to me, it is one of the most 
if not the most profound scenes I have ever witnessed in any television show or movie. You exist here. Heroes Journey and Mythology time again, folks. Remember, you are the hero. You are Cisco, And like Benjamin Sisko, you often do exist within a specific moment or in various moments of time. Sisko had not moved on from the moment he saw his wife lying dead amongst the broken wreckage. He was stuck in that moment of time, and it was a choice that he made. He chose to exist there. Oh, yeah. Of course he continued to live his standard corporeal existence. He ate, he slept, he took care of his son, he did his job. But inwardly, he only saw his dead wife, and it was eating him alive. Sisko made the decision to not move forward. And as I said, like Sisko, we do the same thing very often. If something traumatic happens, we can fixate on it so thoroughly that we never move from that spot. We constantly think, if only I could go back and change it. For that matter, we can actually fixate on something good. We can remember that good time and wish for it again so much that we never move on. We can miss all the other good things that happen because we yearn so strongly for that other good thing that is long past. We can't change the bad, and we can't permanently retain the good in this life. We live a linear existence, and we must always continue to move forward, and we must always live in the now, or we will never experience life as it is. If we do not move forward, we will only be left unsatisfied and constantly wishing for what could have been or what was. Could have been and what was is not what is. Constantly wanting what could have been or what was sticks you in a particular moment in time, and it leaves you there unless you let go and move on. And sometimes you need some help like Cisco did. Through their ignorance of linear time, the wormhole aliens help Cisco to begin to let go of that specific moment in time and to begin to move forward once again and actually exist in the now. And I want you to do the same. I rather doubt you'll find a celestial temple and some wormhole aliens to help you, but maybe my podcast on supernatural aid could help you to recognize the aid you have close by. I cannot give you what you deny yourself. You have to look for solutions from within. Sorry, just channeling a bit of Kai Opaka there. I'm not saying that any of this is going to be easy, and I'm not saying that you have to forget about your trauma or your good memories. What I am saying is that you have to leave those things in the past where they belong. Yes, let them influence you. Yes, let them shape you. Yes, let them define you to some extent, but not too much, please. All I ask is that you do not allow past events to control you. Do not exist back there in the depths of your memory. Move forward, because moving forward is the only way to have a blissful life experience. Exist now, because now is the only time that does exist.
And there you have it once again, the deeply spiritual elements that I see contained within the first episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Thank you very much for listening today. I have been your host, Mark, and I truly hope the message of you exist here will someday mean as much to you as it does to me. I hope you do move forward in your quest to becoming a whole and complete you. I hope you continue to change yourself so that you can change your world. I'll see you on the next episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts.